If you're ready to blast through, defy the odds, and be the 1%, then this is the podcast for you. Welcome to The 1% Life with Joni Dillon, where you will learn how to master your mind, elevate your sales, and live the 1% life. What's going on, rock stars? Welcome back to another episode of Mindset Monday on The 1% Life. I'm your host, peak performance coach and trainer, Joni Dillon, and I hope you all are having an incredible Memorial Day weekend. And I'd like to take just a moment to recognize all of our current military serving in the United States and really all over the world and our vets who have put in their time in order for us to have our freedom. So before we dive into today's topic, which is what to do when what you want feels a million miles away. Before we dive into that, it's going to be a really fun topic today. I want to just catch you up on the past couple days and what's been going on. I know I normally just dive right in, but there's some kind of fun things that hopefully some of you can get value from. So Friday, I had the pleasure of driving down to Portland, Oregon, and well, that wasn't quite the pleasurable part, four hours instead of two and a half, but the the pleasurable part was experiencing an evening of whining and dining and connecting with some incredible boss women at Sarah Centrella's Empowerment Dinner. And Sarah Centrella, for those of you who don't know or haven't yet listened to episode, I believe it was 31 of The 1% Life, where I interviewed her, she's an incredible manifesting coach and expert. She's a master life coach. She's coached high performance athletes all over the world, high performing athletes rather all over the world. And she's just an amazing person who's created a life out of just at one point feeling like she had nothing at all. Like literally was just life felt like it was in shambles and she just broke through. It took a minute, took a minute, but using the power of vision boards and what she calls future boards, creating her dream life. And so I had the power, the the pleasure rather of, of spending the evening with Sarah Centrella and over 60 other empowering women and really hearing their stories about how they built their businesses up when it was just a hope and a dream and really getting people to dream as to what it feels like to... um, to put your dream out there into motion and, and set the energy so that it happens, so that it happens. And we had this moment in the, in the evening where we were talking with, um, the women at our table. And this one woman, you know, when she said it was her turn, she's like, I don't know what my dream is. I don't know. And I was like, well, if you did have a dream, what would it be? And she's like, well, I've kind of always just wanted to go live in a foreign country and just really do something different. And I said, okay, so what's stopping you? And she said, well, I have two children. I don't remember their ages, maybe 11 and eight. And, and so she starts proceeding to say, okay, well, these are the reasons why I can't live my dream. And the more we started sort of encouraging her to see beyond her limitation, which was, you know, if, if not now, then when? If you don't go now, when your children are 11 and 8, then when will you go? when they're out of the house and in college or off on their own, and then there's not going to be anything else that stops you. So what happens in our minds that that was a really 
important reminder for me personally was we all have reasons as to why we think we cannot do something, why we think we're stopped from taking that next step, from from participating in something that we know personally will take us to the next level in happiness and fulfillment, in skill set level, and just simply being a master of life. It's not always a master at our craft, and sometimes it is, and that's what could be stopping us. Yet sometimes it's just enjoying life. And why do we personally decide that we need to be the ones that put the kibosh on that, right? Like, why are we squashing our own dreams? And so when we, we, we can look through that and say, well, what if it would be possible? What if it is possible? What would that look like, right? Like, even if we just dare to dream crazy dreams, like, what if I could do that? What if I could travel to, I think she said Africa, and what if I could travel to Africa and bring my children? What would that look like? And what would that feel like? And what would I have to do to make that happen? And that's a really fun question because all of a sudden you're taking what you see as being impossible and making it maybe for the sake of fantasy and play, possible. And what happens is there's something in your brain that then just starts to turn on and reveals to you the possible next step. And so what we can do with that, that that fun activity, is whether it's for ourselves or other people in our life, our potential customers, whoever, that we can allow them to begin to dream again. And okay, I know that you can't see it as possible right now, but what if it were possible? What if it were? What would that look like to you? What would it feel like? Let's talk about it. How would you want it to be? And really moving them through that experience. Because people can't see what feels blocked to them. They can't see beyond that block. And what we need to do, because sometimes this is a powerful lesson for ourselves. Because we're the ones who can often be blocked, right? I mean, I've been there and it doesn't, it wasn't just like once or twice. It's a lot. It happens. It's like, no, I can't do that. Says who that I can't do that? What if I could? What if I could reach 10 million people this year on this podcast? What if I could speak on stage with so-and-so, right? What if I could do that? What if I could be a New York Times bestselling author this year? It sounds so crazy, But then when you start to wrap your head around it and say, okay, let's just play with it. Why not? It sounds so nuts. And that's what Sarah Centrella talked about. She had to surround herself with images of beautiful things and dreams because her life was in such shambles at the time that she couldn't see past it. So it almost became a game. Like, why don't we, I just feel good in my cubicle right now by surrounding myself with powerful imagery. Well, she ended up manifesting over 40, I think it was close to 50 different manifestations of her, her dream have already come true simply based on daring to dream. So anyways, I don't know. That was kind of fun. I liked it. It was an entertaining evening, got to meet some incredible women and, uh, helped, helped some of them dream. There was another woman that came there who was like, I want a ticket here. I last minute, I don't even know how it happened. Um, she was a little tipsy at the end of the night. You're just like, I don't even know how it happened, but I want a ticket. Sarah gave me the last ticket. Like, like here, this is for you if you want to come. And it was such a powerful thing for her because whatever was happening, there were so many blocks in her life, in her mind. She says, I'm not worthy of it. 
And I said, well, what if you were to just go home? Because she hadn't started her vision board that night. And that's okay. Like, I barely started mine. Just kind of looked around. But I ordered the next day a cork board and pins. And I'm really excited about creating my vision board, which was part of the evening. And so she's, I said, well, why didn't you? And she says, well, I don't. I don't know. I just, it's just, she was just dismissing it as if I can't dream. I'm, I'm just a mom. Literally was saying things like, like, I'm just a mom. Like, I don't have the ability to dream. I was like, wow, what limitations. And I said, well, what if you were to just go home tonight, have a good night's sleep, and tomorrow take one hour, like one hour. I think I even said 30 minutes. I had a few too. <laughs> like 30 minutes to just dare to dream. Get some magazines, put something on a piece of paper, take that paper home that she gave us and start playing, start dreaming, give yourself permission to dream. Because we don't often give ourselves permission because we have labeled ourselves with whatever label that we think that we are at the moment, right? Some people are like, oh, I'm just a mom or, oh, I'm, you know, I'm barely cutting it at work or my business is failing or this is happening. And well, what if we can just put that on hold for a moment? And what if we could step outside of that and say, what would it feel like? What would it be like if I could just dream? Where would I be living? What would I be doing? What would my life look like? What would my sales look like? What would my business look like? What would my relationship look like if anything was possible? If anything was possible, because here's the reality. It is. It is. And the only one limiting us is us. The only one limiting us from achieving that dream, that goal, that, that desired outcome that's so far out of this world, that feels so far away, is actually just us. Because when we can push past anybody else, our bosses, our colleagues, our significant others, the, you know, for me, sometimes it's like, oh, I can't leave for a month. I've got Diego. Well, guess what? Diego has a dad and we co-parent. I can leave Diego with his dad for four weeks. But in my mind, that feels like a limitation because he needs his mom. Diego's a dog, by the way. <laughs> so we all have these blocks and limitations and, and perceived limitations is really what it comes down to. So I, just kind of fun. I encourage you guys, take some time to dream. I have some of my clients after listening to that, that um, episode with Sarah Centrella are like putting together vision boards and they're manifesting incredible things. One of them manifested a sale of a phone call she had the week before where the person was like a no, I don't want to do this. I don't want to spend, I think it was, I don't know, 13 grand and they bumped it up to $22,000. They increased it, right? Like that came out of the day after she had created her vision board and another client still creating hers right now, but she's feeling excited and motivated and compelled to create that life that she had kind of put a damper on. So anyways, I'm ready to move on now, but I hope that some of you, at least one of you got value in that little conversation about my experience Friday night and oh, 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 here's something else that's kind of fun and indulgent for me is that Tomorrow, my sister is taking my niece, who is turning 10 in August, on her bucket list trip. 
my niece has a dream to go to Paris. And they're going tomorrow with her other best friend and her mom on a mommy-daughter trip to Paris, Paris, tomorrow for like 12 days. Isn't that incredible? And here's what's incredible about that. Number one, allowing your children to not think that it has to be someday. See, for me, I'm still wrapping my head around it because I'm like, she's 10. That's her birthday. What happens when she's 18? Like, it's kind of crazy to me. And then I thought, why is that my limitation that just because I was raised not celebrating certain things like that? Sorry, mom and dad, please. (laughs) You know, like you don't have a celebration at high school because that's just expected that you graduate now we celebrate kindergarten and eighth grade. I'm going to my nephew's graduation. But why not? Why not have these wins along the way? And why not celebrate by taking your children to places that maybe you could only dream of? Or your child would only think it could happen when she's grown up. Why not create that experience for two children and two moms to go out and make this happen. Like, how exciting is that? So in a couple days, like, I'm sitting there telling them everything to do. Like, go to, when you go to the Eiffel Tower and you cross the street and you're facing the Seine River and there's the, the little boats that go down there, here's where you want to eat crepes and here's, and of course, up to mom, I'm like, and here's where you want to have a bottle of rosé, <laughs> right? And just really being able to relive my favorite place in the world, which is Paris, through my niece and her experience. And so here's how, what I you know, encourage, encourage you guys. We're talking about dreams right now. It's on my mind. Hopefully it's now on your mind. Is where is your dream? Where is your dream place to go? And are we only preaching to others to live our life? Or are we doing that ourselves? So put something on your calendar. Put something on your calendar now. Where is it that maybe feels like an absolute dream to get, get to at the moment? Perhaps financially, you can't figure out how to get the time off. It just doesn't make sense. But what if you were to just put it down on the calendar and buy your ticket? If you have the money, buy the ticket. If not, put it on the calendar. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. It's happening, and it's happening on that date. So hopefully some of you will do that today, like right after you get off this episode. How exciting will that be? Anyways, rock stars, let's get into it. So what do you do when you feel like what you want feels a million miles away? What do you do? Well, before we go into what you do, let's talk about what's created that. What's created that? And it really does have everything to do with goals and it has everything to do with dreams, right? So when we first set a... See, really, the difference between a dream and a goal is a dream doesn't have clarity specific well I should take that back Eh, cancel that a dream doesn't have a date a dream doesn't have a date a by when a goal does so that's the real difference between a dream and a goal is that we can dream and I as Sarah says create a movie in your head like create that movie dare to dream and create that movie in your head and when we look at our goal it really is on this date or sooner, the way that I tell you to set goals is it is now X date or sooner. And I, your name, am selling, am achieving, am going, or am in Paris, or am um, achieving this much in sales or income this month. Um, it, and it is already done, right? Easily and effortlessly. So there's a process that I take people through, but which is not the purpose of this episode. So your dream and a goal is dream just doesn't have 
a specific date attached to it and specific um, perhaps numbers that make that come true, right? Like just details. So what happens is there's a point in time where we have these goals that sometimes we're like, oh, so-and-so said I should get a little bit more clear. And we create that goal. And, you know, a lot of my clients or people who um, listen to me regularly in my training, sales training, they realize that it's like, okay, the first of the month, whenever their first of their month is, whether it's their fiscal month or, um, excuse me, a calendar year, their corporate month begins, they set a very clear goal, a very clear goal. Well, here's what happens. If you start on fire and you start selling deals immediately, What do you think happens in your brain when you're trying to think about the reality of that goal coming to fruition? It actually feels a lot more real, right? It's like, oh my God, I'm selling. I'm actually moving towards my goal. I have momentum. And on the opposite extreme or on the opposite end, what happens when you don't? What happens when you don't start with momentum? And it feels like, oh my gosh, a few days have passed, a few more days, I'm not selling, I'm not, you know, if that's your goal is to sell, let's just say to do $150,000 in business by a certain date or sooner, right? Well, what if you don't get off to a fast start? Is there a moment in your head where something might begin, might begin to question that goal becoming a reality? And what can often happen is the further that we feel like we're getting away from our goal because we aren't experiencing momentum or wins along the way that make us feel like we're making progress towards it, like it's actually going to happen. It's coming to fruition. I'm achieving my goal. I'm achieving my dream. When that doesn't happen and we feel like we start to get further away, what happens is we disassociate from our goal or dream. We disassociate from it. And that connection, that emotional connection that you once had seems to wither away. So I want you to think of a moment where you set a goal and you felt so real. You were like, oh my God, this is what I'm doing and here's when I'm going to do it by. So just think about that for just a moment. And what was it that excited you about that goal was the fact that when you achieved it, it would feel so monumental. It would feel like such a huge, massive win. Was it because you were doing it for someone else? You were bringing someone else with you? Was it that um, it was just so far-fetched of a goal that like, oh my God, I can't wait to just show everyone and tell everyone that I could do it. What was it? Or was it a personal sense of just gratification that, yeah, man, this is going to feel really good when I do this. So remember that moment that you set that goal or you set that dream in motion and the energy and the emotion that was attached to it. It was real, right? It was real. It felt good. It felt powerful. The more you connected with that goal in that moment, the more energy that you attached to it, the more excitement, the more meaning, the more great, the greater the purpose of why I'm doing this. The more that you put all of that into it, it felt really empowered and charged, right? And here's what then happened. 
you either continued to move towards it and you had a really good strategy as to how you were going to do it. You didn't just put this really huge goal out there and say, okay, just make it happen. You actually had a process of getting there, right? Okay, so I'm going to hit this milestone first and then I'm going to hit this goal next. And it was like you set yourself up with wins along the way. Well, for those of us who didn't do that, because trust me, we all don't know proper strategy to goal setting, right? It's not like we're born with it. And even though we think we might have the right strategy, does it sometimes need to be adjusted? Well, in my opinion, it does. It does. And it's not that we're losing sight of our goal. It's okay, here's my goal. And it's not that I'm not going to get there, but how do I set myself up for success so that I do get there and I feel excited about it the entire time? I'll give you an example. I was on a coaching call last night, a group coaching call, and one of the gals had told me her goal. It was having sold 188000 in volume this month. Well, she hadn't been selling for, I think, I don't know, 10 days, two weeks, something like that. But she started the month on fire, right? Sold a $16,000 deal, then sold a $43,000 deal the next day. And she was like on her last 10 tours, like about to be let go from the company. It was a big deal. And what happened was, what created that fire initially was us having attached her to a goal that was really exciting to her. It was taking her children on this incredible, amazing cruise, that Disney cruise, that was going to just, it felt so good. It felt so real. Oh my God. And when I, when I hit my goal, it's going to give me the money that I need to be able to do this. And I can see myself booking that cruise in September or October, whenever it was, and, and taking my children on their dream trip. Like that was really fulfilling for her. But then guess what happened? She had a conversation with her significant other that put a damper on it for whatever reason. Oh, or you're going, you know, so-and-so can't come or this, that, and the other. And, and boom, just that quickly, she lost sight of her dream. She lost sight of her goal that was fulfilling that dream. And that energy disconnected and that she totally got disassociated from the reality of that being a, coming to fruition. And so guess what happened? Nothing was pulling her forward anymore. Nothing was exciting. She stopped bringing the excitement, the energy, and the enthusiasm to her potential buyers to get them over the edge emotionally because she wasn't over the edge emotionally anymore because her dream had just been squashed. So see how powerful it is when we let other people's opinions, other people's beliefs, other people's limiting beliefs infiltrate ours. It literally puts up a wall in our mind if we let it, if we let it. And so one of the things that I mentioned on the coaching call last night was I said, well, what if you were to, let me ask you this, what if you were to still continue with holding on to that dream? Do you believe that you'll ever take your children on that cruise? Well, yeah, I'm definitely going to. Do you believe that by you achieving your goal, that's going to give you a, a greater potential of being able to take your children on that cruise? Yes. And even if it doesn't happen that month, can it not happen? For example, in the next few months after that, or the next year, is anything possible? is my point, right? And so really helping her wrap her mind around, oh, why should I have given that up? And that is exactly what happened was the moment I disassociated from me believing that that was my why this month, that was her why, she lost momentum. And so I want you to think about this for you. The clearer your why, 
the clearer your something that energizes you, excites you, pumps you up other than money, because what's money if, if we don't have an impact, if we can't create an impact with it? What is money if it's just going to sit in the bank? What is money if all it does is buy us cars and fancy shoes and sunglasses and belts and blah, 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 whatever, boring, right? You're like, no, it's really exciting. Well, it is for a moment and then it's not. Look at all the people. I mean, God, I can't tell you how many people just listening to them speak and talk about money doesn't buy you happiness. Multimillionaires, billionaires who are miserable if they don't have a powerful why that pulls them, that pulls them and that they can pull other people along with them. And so if you're feeling disconnected and you're feeling like you're what you want, your goal, your dream feels a million miles away, it's because you're not emotionally charged with to it anymore. You're not emotionally connected to it anymore. So what's the solution? Well, we got to figure out how to get emotionally excited again. We have to figure out how to bring that emotion and connect it to that goal so that it does excite us, so that it does pump us up and so that it pulls you towards it because when we feel like we're resisting it we're battling it right when we're like oh my god I want this but do I really want it bad enough I don't know well maybe I should just give up because I feel like I'm so far away I'm not even gonna hit it maybe next month's my month what maybe next year I'll do that what man life is now how often are we gonna keep that book's pages blank how often are we going how for how long rather are we going to keep that book's pages not filled with the story that we want to create for how long are we going to keep that book average the status quo unexciting not you not the true essence of who you really are and what you are truly capable of doing of being and so if now's your time to start really writing that book of your dreams, that New York Times best-selling book that is compelling, that's exciting, that pulls you towards it, then don't set a goal that you're not emotionally charged to for the sake of setting a goal. Yeah, I'd like to sell this this month. Yeah, I'd like to. It'd be great if, when, I could. I guarantee you, you're not going to hit it. It's not exciting enough to you. If you have to put a goal six months down the road, a year down the road, and every single month you're tracking towards its progress because that goal is so massive. One of my clients has a dream to have a certain amount amount saved in his savings account because it will allow him to have a better nest egg for his children and his retirement by the end of the year. He also has a dream of being able to buy a home in... I believe it's Colorado or somewhere like it's it. There's such a big dream and goal for him and to get out of his current situation that it's pulling him towards it. And it doesn't just involve him and him. It involves his children, his children. And when you can attach your goal to someone else other than you, guess what? Then you're just not letting yourself down by not hitting it. You're letting other people down too. So who can you bring and attach to your goal? Who can you bring and attach to the satisfaction, to the gratification, to the the amazement of when you hit that goal? Because then they're going to be able to achieve X. That they're going to be able to go on that Disney cruise. Then their life is going to be changed because of you showing up. Because of you showing up the most you've ever shown up before in the biggest way possible.
So when we can attach emotion and get ourselves associated, back associated to our goal, that is what's going to create that fire within us again. Otherwise, we're just writing it off and waiting until another quote-unquote calendar month rolls around. So, or, you know, for the sake of it, just, oh, all of a sudden it's the first. I guess I'll start getting excited again. Well, what happened on the 27th, the 28th, the 29th? Why was it not possible then in your mind? You got to wait until the first to start over. You got to wait until January 1st to set your New Year's resolutions. Why not now? Why not begin that change now? Because you're getting yourself connected to your why, to your purpose. And don't feel like it has to be world peace. (laughs) It doesn't have to be world peace for everyone. I'll tell you this. I'll be really open with you guys. Man, I struggled with my why. I felt like it had to be so profound. Like, man, do I have to go out and like change the world and create, like solve world hunger and world peace and all this stuff? Like, why am I not connected to that? Because that wasn't my why. That wasn't my, that was me trying to live someone else's why. But when I just started to realize that every single step that I took forward, every single action that made me uncomfortable, that was like, oh my God, now I'm launching a podcast and I don't want to have to show up every single week, but I will for my people who are counting on me to show up. I will show up every single day and be my best for other people who need me to be my best, who need me to be on my A game. When I started just realizing that it wasn't a matter of coming, waking up one day and, oh, there's my why, I found it, or waiting for it to come to me in a dream, or waiting for me to you know, stumble into it in meditation. When I realized that that wasn't what it was about, It was about feeling like I was making progress towards something and that I was impacting other people by simply elevating their game, by bringing them to a higher level and showing them what's possible for them. That excited me. That was like, wow, yes, if I can show other people that it is possible, the impossible is possible when you just believe. When you get your head right, your mind right, your, your, your game right, then you can do anything. See, that excites me. Can you hear it in my voice? That was way more exciting to me than solving world hunger because that is too disassociated for me. That's too far from me. And while I cry over it, if I let myself go down that, what is it called? Rabbit hole? I was going to say tunnel, <laughs> funnel, whatever, that, that place Yes, of course, there's a lot of depressing stuff going on in the world. And yes, we can make small contributions to it. And I trust me, I give back in so many ways because it fills me to do so. Yet I also know that it's not my vision to put somebody on the moon like it is not, um, Naveen Jane's. It's not my vision to solve world hunger, but I'll do what I can And that feels good to me. So what is your vision of what's possible for you, for your family? What is your vision of what if you could and there were no limitations? What would it be like to be able to do X? And sometimes that does relate to money. Well, if I, when I have a greater financial, a better financial situation, I'll be able to do that. I get it. I get it. I've been there. I know that. Well, I will do this when. But if we keep putting it into our future, it will never come. 
It will never come. See, we have to bring that future that feels so far away, that, that hope and that dream that's like really fading and turning black and white and from that amazing, incredible color that it once was and bring it right back in front of our face and say, man, it's here. What do I need to do? And this is how we do that. What do I need to, need to do to get reinvigorated, get excited again about that dream? Well, what if I were to just take a moment and dream about it again? and write about it, and, and go into like free flow, to just start writing and connecting with your higher power and just say, I'm just going to write whatever comes out and just get a note from God, get a note from your, your angels, your higher self, whoever. And just, you know, I often will close my eyes and, and just barely have them open so I can see the lines or the page and I'll just write because I will ask a question that I want the answer to because I feel like I need to know for some reason what direction I'm supposed to go or what I'm supposed to do. Or, and just write. What comes out, comes out. And it's often really telling and revealing. You're like, did I write that? Holy cow, that's amazing. So get excited about that goal again, no matter how big or how small. What is it going to do for you? Write about it. Intentionally write about it. What are you going to feel like when you achieve it? What is it going to do for your confidence levels? What is it going to do for your belief in what's possible? What is it going to do for your belief that you are in the process of becoming a one percenter if you're not already there yet? Or getting to that next level and breaking through. There's always another level, right? And when we can get excited about it and you can put color and visuals to it, visuals to it, and you can, look, we don't have to be like perfect visualizers. Don't not do it because you can't quite see it. Practice seeing it five minutes a day. Turn the colors up. Tell your unconscious mind, just make it more vivid, more real to me. Whatever, even if it's a feeling, what we're really going for is the feeling. Get reassociated with it. And when you associate yourself again back to that goal or dream, you start to create momentum. And that's when the fire within you begins to burn bright again. That's when that flame of what's possible, that ray of light and hope begins to shine. That's when it becomes urgent to make it happen. That's when urgency becomes real because you're so excited and invigorated by it that it propels you forward and it's like, bam, I'm doing this now. Now's my time. So that's what you do when what you want feels like it's a million miles away. Rockstars, it's nearing the end of the month. And for some of you, you're already beginning your new month, your fiscal month. Whatever it is, get clear on your goal. Get clear on your vision and your by when and your by when and see it and believe it and feel it and put a powerful why behind it, behind it. And when you can do that and turn it up and feel it and, and get excited about what happens when you achieve this, that is when the ball gets put into motion. And that's what reconnects you to that goal and that dream. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Mindset Monday Rockstars on the 1% Life. If you did and you got value from it, 
please do me a favor and share this episode out. There's just three dots somewhere on your phone. You can click them and share it with whoever um, you believe it needs to be shared with. Share it on your social platforms. Share it to your friends. Email it. Tag somebody at whatever you need to do. I don't think you can do that, but you get my point. Please just share it out. It will help me reach more people and create a bigger impact out there in the world. There are people who need to hear something positive, uplifting, and motivating. And for those of you who I'm going to see live and in person in Las Vegas in just less than a week, I cannot believe it is here. And I hope that you are ready, ready to break through, ready to get to that next level, ready to let go of all of your limiting beliefs that are keeping you stuck where you're at and just ready to break through to that next level of success so you can sell more deals, change more lives, and double your income this year. How empowering would that be when you actually achieve that? Rockstars, I cannot wait to talk to you next week. We got to figure out how to make it happen because I'll be teaching the event Monday this time at the training in Vegas. Maybe we'll go live. I doubt that. Have an incredible week and I will see you next week on The 1% Life. Peace. If you enjoyed today's episode of The 1% Life, please leave a review and subscribe to the podcast and make sure to share it with your friends. We'll catch you next time.